welcome to the Women's Rugby Pod. Later than normal this week, but we are still Johnny Hamlet and Rachel Burford in the house. Coming at you every week. 102 this episode. Burf, you barely look two, let alone 102. <laughs> How are you, Johnny? How's the week been? Living a dream. But of course, we know dreams are a gnat's breath away from nightmare. So... You take whatever analysis you like from that. I'm excited, actually. I'm excited because um, we've got, effectively, and I know they don't like uh, calling it, but the, the Women's B Six Nations um, streaming this weekend, uh, which I'm involved in. And um, I'm not sure they've streamed it before. So another good step, that sort of second tier of, of, of European rugby, getting out there. Spain involved. Friend of the pod, Patricia Garcia, is involved. Um, yeah, some tongue twisters in there mm. with the Dutch <laughs> and the Spanish. Uh, but yeah, just um, batting out with uh, with Rocky Clark tomorrow. So yeah, that's really exciting. I like I like new teams and I like you know doing doing sort of little historical bits of broadcasting. So yeah, and it's just yeah, the bigger point is it's it, it's great that it's getting out there and fair play to rugby Europe. Yeah, that sounds good. You've had a you've had an interesting week. You look good in orange. Oh, thank you. Thanks very much. A little shout out there to Adidas. Yeah, I've had, um, I've actually been a little bit poorly this week. And then I had an Adidas appearance on um, Wednesday. And my briefing was, oh, it's only a little run. And then when I got the full briefing, it was a 5K. Now, other players aren't built to go for runs like that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, my um, Adidas agent owes me one there but um but yeah no it was good fun it's an incredible initiative and hopefully jess and i jess breach and i did a q a after and i think we inspired a few people to go and pick up a rugby ball we had a school teacher there that wants to now bring rugby into a school so all in all it was a really really good evening awesome good stuff and yeah some some rugby on last weekend uh, which we'll get into, but I think like, the, the biggest news of the week, and obviously Nandy will come at us later on with uh, all the sort of global news. Sean Sharp this week, we were hoping to get a Colombian guest on, but um, they're a little wary ahead of their very, very important game with Kazakhstan today. Um, so not able to, to get hold of one of them. Um, but the big news, yeah, it's coming out of New Zealand, isn't it? Hosts of the World Cup contract. I don't know about you, but but just got a sense of it. It was a, a really emotional reception to the contract. I don't know, you, don't know what you felt. Yeah, well, I think it's, it's such a big deal. It's naturally going to have a lot of emotion that comes with it, for sure. Yeah, um, of course, and you know, a lot of these players. I mean, you look at. We're not going to name them all. That's all across our socials, and we shared it over the weekend. Charmaine uh, McMenamin. Uh, Carla Hohepa, absolute star of the 2010 World Cup. You know, Rini Whitcliffe, you know, the, these players, Amy Rule, the, these players, Chelsea Alley, uh, or Semple as she is now, um, Eloisa Blackwell, being around, Kendra Coxage, you know, being around for a long, long, long time. And for them to get this reward in what is a, you know, a big, big year for New Zealand hosting the World Cup. Uh, and getting these contracts, it's absolutely, absolutely brilliant. And 
not sure how long it's going to last. Don't know the, the the full details in terms of this is this is now the permanent way that New Zealand are going to do things, but things are just moving along. I mean, they had to, didn't they? After I, I guess the autumn, I had to make a response. But yeah, the Super Rugby there and now national contracts, it's it's all looking good. Yeah, no, it really is, and I think when you go down that path of professionalism, it's very hard to not continue it. And so, you know, hopefully, well, I would I would thought so in terms of the player association working with the union to ensure that the longevity of these contracts are not just for a short period of time, um, that there's a long-term plan for the players. And, yeah, I'm delighted for them all because I've been there where we've been amateur majority of our career and then finally get that opportunity. And it is emotional and it is incredible and it's all a massive whirlwind. And the first thing I remember, we were kind of just saying thank you thank you so much for, for doing this for us when, you know, you shouldn't really be in that position, but that's just how you felt. You felt incredibly grateful for the opportunity. Um, and so, yeah, I'm really pleased that those players get to have their job, their only job, being a rugby player. And it is, it, 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 it's utterly life-changing. I mean, it's difficult to, to go back from professionalism. The RFU managed it, um, but they are a special bunch. Um Sorry if, if Berth's uh, sound is, is not particularly good uh, this week, ladies. Uh, her voice is echoing around her cavernous kitchen, her new build. So she's just bouncing off all the walls. That the, the wall behind is about three and a half miles. Uh, that's the that's the left wing wall. Um, but yeah, she's a little echoing. So apologies for that. No, look, but back to the serious stuff. Um, new Zealand. That's. Great, great news. It's another little step, isn't it, in the right direction for the women's game. Um, the other thing I wanted to just pick up on is a little bit of Prem 15s at the weekend. Obviously, you were involved. Got to get their money's worth, haven't they? Um, and you're out half the year, hobbling around on your crutches. <laughs> uh, it wasn't a formal round, but uh, you played against Woo-Star. Star, 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 star. 42-15. How do you find them? They're they're really challenging and really tricky. Like it, it was quite tight at half time, but they're a team that you've got to just stay in close proximity with them. And then the second half we could really open up. But yeah, they've got some absolute world class players across the board. You know, Olivia Thompson, Alex Matthews, just to name a couple. Um, and so we knew that we had to play well, but we we took the pressure off ourselves a little bit this week. You know, we're, and like all teams, everybody is in that mode where high performance um, is so high on the agenda. And sometimes you can forget about the enjoyment element. And we just really wanted to make sure that we went out there and we enjoyed our rugby. And we played some really incredible stuff. Like some of our tries, they're running out of our 22 and scoring at home in front of our crowd was was really special and we, we really needed it. So they're a really tough opposition, but I was really proud at how we, we played as well. And some nice little hands from Rachel Burfington's. The legendary hands we've always come to expect when we see uh, the quarter 12. Some, uh, yeah, some nice stuff. Well done, you. This weekend, a full line of fixtures. Now you're all, now you're all as you are. All played 13, and I'm just going to remind you, because now uh, it's uh, it's all to play for now, isn't it? 
because uh, we are seriously in the business end of this season. And I just wanted to remind you of your top four predictions. And while Sinter's not here, whether you wanted to make any changes. No, um, you're not allowed to do that. Um, you were Saracens, Bristol, Harlequins, Loughborough, Lightning. Not in that order, but those four, yeah. Well, <laughs> no, you said Saris, Quins, Bristol, Loughborough, Lightning. <laughs> I was sorry, I didn't think I'd put, put us up there. Oh, second, you put yourself second. Um, because of the results we've had. Yeah, Bosch, there you go. Proper tasty. Really, really good games. Let's just remind you of the state of play going into those, and then we'll have a little chat and do, do some more predictions for this weekend. Saracens played 13. All played 13, as I say. Uh, 57 points. Seven points clear of Bristol on 50, obviously. Harlequins now on 45. Exeter 45 as well. It is your points difference of plus two. 199 plays 197 that makes you above Exeter. Wow, that is tight. Was six points behind. Uh, and Loughborough Lightning of 36. Gloucester Hartbury of 35. I sh- Good luck those who predicted Loughborough Lightning. Um, not me. You're not going to win this weekend. I didn't say they couldn't win this weekend. I just don't think they make top four. Uh, sad as it is. Look, I think... Yeah, and let's talk about it. They're doing a double header, aren't they? Um, at Franklin's Gardens, of course, they have now partnered, Loughborough Lightning have now partnered with Northampton Saints in a sort of all very, very neat and tied up sort of premiership type model um, discussion for another day. Uh, they are taking on Exeter Chiefs, as we say, at Franklin's Gardens. Let's go straight there then. Who's going to win that? Garcia. Not there. Is in the dam. Massive. I, with or without Garcia, even though she is a massive pivotal player, I just think Loughborough are on a really good roll at the moment. Um, they've got a couple of players back as well this weekend. And I know they're missing it also. They're Scottish. But I just feel that they've got, they've got the fight back in them that they had last season. And that we've seen come through midway through this season. I just think, and it's it's a massive occasion, and that's really hard for an extra to go into. There's, and that raises your game. You know, when you when you're at Northampton, it's the first, the first, no, it's their second game there, isn't it? Was it the first game? Their first game there. So it's massive. It's massive for them. So that will lift all of them as an individual, and then collectively, hopefully, that will bring their performance. But I think Loughborough have the ability. And, you know, Exeter have been winning, but very tight games in tight moments. So, Okay. You're, you're saying after lightning. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say the pressure goes on them. And, you know, if, 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 you, if you to call one side in the Premier 15s, you know, party poopers... Um, you know, people who like to rip up scripts and what have you. Exeter would be that team for me, and therefore I'm going Exeter. Okay. And also massively because Sutter's not here. Um, <laughs> lovely. Uh, okay, that's that one wrapped up. On to the next game. You are taking on Sale Sharks. Shouldn't have too many issues there. No, I think we're definitely expecting a challenge. Um, 
last time we played against them, they really stifled our play. Um, but we were confident enough that we have the ability to win that game. It's our last game at potentially at the Stoop, our last league game. So should we win a home semi-final, then we'll hopefully be playing across the road at Twickenham. A big incentive there for us. Is that, I mean, is that breaking news? Well, they lord they, they. Are you now going to be in massive trouble? No. More no, to no, the point, no, am no. I now going to be in massive trouble? No, 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 no. It was all in the press release. The the big summer game. Aha. Uh-huh. They're playing in. They they will. We will play in that if we've got a home semi final. But they can't launch that because we we're not guaranteed that. So it does. So right. it's kind of small print. We'll try and make it happen if we finish um, second. Well, that's very poor. I, it just it looked like some sort of advert for a tombola and I, I'm involved in a few summer fairs um, I don't need any more so I, I skipped over that one that's that's bad news isn't it Saracens against Gloucester Hartbury um, I, like, I think Saracens will come out on top but I think Gloucester they always a team that really push Saris to the point where they've let it go a couple of times against them it's always been a close encounter so I think Gloucester will give them a really good game but I think Pop kills on the bench. I think that they're going to have. But with five games left, they are they're ten points behind the top four now. Gloucester Harbour, we're into must-win territory. Yeah, I know that, but they're playing against Saracens. I agree, Saracens all day. Um, (laughs) (laughs) What's Bristol Bears? I think Wasps are going to beat them. Do you? Mm. Strong side. Really strong side. Strong, strong, incredibly strong uh, front row, despite the press release getting the props around the wrong way. Um, if it fails to amuse me. Um, yeah. Harriet Millimills in the second row, Ro Burnfield, Claire Malloy back, Meg yeah. Jones back in, Boatman on the wing, Dow. Then they've got Joyce, Reed. Come on, where are you going? I think Wasps. I think Wasps can do it. She's going Wasps. Um, uh, I'm going Bristol. Is that just because I went Wasps, or? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I think. There's there's some steely resolve in in the in the ward camp, um, and there's some proper grit there. And I think they will be will you know, after the start they had to see things slip away. Um, and it's a bit like you know, we we said when you guys took on Saracens a couple of weeks back. If these are the kind of games where you you really measure yourself as to how far are you going to go and are you serious title contenders and I think this it's one of those kind of games for Bristol it's not say you're not going to win if you don't win this game but um, it's just it's one of those I think it's a, it's a real big one for for them uh, and I think they will they will pull through what about uh, Worcester DMP we're going for Worcester. Joe Yap's team aren't we really um, when we played them last weekend they were Missing their Welsh players. Yeah. Hooker, eight, nine, really 
integral individuals to the team. So I think that they'll they're massively. Speaking of a Welsh number eight, Sean Ed Harris back in the Welsh squad. How good's that? Yeah, really deserves it. Hundred percent. She's been outstanding for Worcester for two, three seasons. Absolutely brilliant ball carrier, full of energy, engine. Um, I, was, I was talking to Ollie Phillips, who, of course, was in the Welsh camp for a little while before COVID, COVID struck and wasn't able to continue uh, with his contract. But he, he was basing, <laughs> almost basing his seven side around Sean Harris because such a skill level and engine. Um, and, yeah, so, yeah, delighted that she's she's back being looked at by by Wales. The, the Celtic Cousins, the other bit of news over from uh, our Celtic Cousins is the uh, Energy at All-Ireland uh, finals will be televised, which is fabulous news over there. This good news just keeps coming from Ireland. Um, so it's a few change of personnel, a few people standing up, well, a few people, lots of very important people standing up saying, no, we've had enough. Um, small steps and all steps Small steps in the right direction. So fair play to that. We will catch up with the rest of the global news now with Nandi Butelezi. I'm Joe Street and you're listening to the Women's Rugby Pod. Thank you, Johnny, and hello to the WRP family. We do start off this week's news with the World Cup qualifiers and there is a place in Pool A at the delayed Rugby World Cup 2021. The final qualification tournament winner will join hosts New Zealand, Australia and Wales. Asian representatives Kazakhstan meet South American qualifiers Colombia in the semi-final at the Seven Stadium with the winner going forward to play top seed Scotland in a once-off match to determine the final qualifier. The semi-final takes place on Saturday on the 19th of February and it will kick off at 4.30 local time and 12.30 GMT while the final is on Friday 25 February and kick off at 7 local time and 3 o'clock GMT. Scotland are favourites to progress through to the first Rugby World Cup since 2010. Colombia played a warm-up match against Spain A on the 10th of February ahead of the final World Cup qualification tournament and Spain A came away with the win, winning 47-15. The European Rugby Championship 2022 kicks off this weekend with Spain taking on the Netherlands in Amsterdam. The Energia or Ireland League final for the first time will be broadcast live on television and finals day on February 26th will see the league and conference finals compete as well as the 3rd, 5th and 7th place playoffs take place. The league final and conference final will be broadcast live on TG4, a huge step forward for the competition. WRU released a 32-player squad for its upcoming training camp, which includes a match against England under-20s. This camp is to experiment with young talent ahead of formal Six Nations preparations. UC Barrio has selected a 28-player squad for Spain's national side. Las Leonas, Lord Alameda, Oliva Fresnada, Patricia Garcia, Anne Fernandez de Corres and Maria Garcia joined the squad after impressing in the Spain A game was Bruna Elias and Liatusha return after COVID isolation. The Fijiana Drua will join the Baldy Corp Super W Series tournament this year as a fifth team alongside the Melbourne Rebels, Brumbies, NSW Waratahs and Queensland Reds. They replaced the President's 15 team that have competed last year. Last weekend, there was no formal round of the Premier 15s, but just a rearranged match between the Harlequins taking on Worcester and it was Harlequins that walked away with the victory, winning that clash 42-15. 
This weekend in round 14, Harlequins will take on Sail Sharks, while Loughborough Lightning will take on Exeter Chiefs, and Saracens will host Gloucester Harpy, with Wasps taking on Bristol Bears and Worcester Warriors taking on DMP Sharks. Similarly, the English Championship returns with round 15 in the north, and Kenilworth will take on Litchfield, Loughborough Town will take on Forward Waterloo, Noah Castrians will take on West Park Leeds, and Sefton will host Barnsley, and Cheltenham will host Harrogate. And in the south, Buckingham Swans will host Thurrock, Henley will go head-to-head against Bath, and Reading Abbey will go head-to-head against Old Albanians, while Richmond FC will host Supermarine, and Hove will take on Blackheath. Moving to Ireland in round 13 of the Energia or Ireland League, Balancholic lost at home against Etonians, losing that clash 34-22, while Cook also lost at home against Wilklow, and it was Wilklow that walked away with a 22-17 victory in that encounter. Galvigians getting a home victory against Malone, who didn't manage to get any points on the scoreboard, and that encounter ended in 41-0 to Galvigians. Old Belvedere lost heavily against Blackrock College, losing that clash 44-5. And in top of the table clash UI Bohemian and Railway Union, it was Railway Union that walked away with a victory, winning that clash 31-14. And next week, Blackrock College will take on Railway Union. Galvigians will host Balancholic. Malone will take on Cook. Old Belvedere will go head-to-head against UI Bohemian and Wilklow will take on Stutonians. Looking over to France in round 11 of Elite 1 this weekend and in Pool A, Stade Tulissier will take on Lens and Stade René will take on ASM Rugbena while Stade Francais will take on AC Pabogny with FC Grenoble on bye. And in Pool B, Montpellier will take on Stade Bordeaux and AC Bayonnaise will host Blackneck Rugby while Lille will take on Chili Mazarin and Lyon will be on a bye. After last weekend's confusion about the Liga Ipedora, there are in fact some results this weekend and Sanse Scrum lost at home against Complutense Cisneros, losing that game at 39-19. While Mahatonda get a win against St. Guga, winning that clash 26-8. Grat Residentia lost at home against Cotiva Cocos, losing that clash 35-5. Olimpico Tepozelo getting a close win against Eba, winning that game 15-12. And there's one rearranged match this weekend, and it will be the Complutense Cisneros versus St. Guga game that will be taking place. That's it from me. Catch you next week. Hi, I'm Lydia Thompson and you're listening to the amazing, world-class women's rugby pod. Nadi, thank you very much indeed. We're nearing the end, but uh, who's going to win? Kazakhstan or Colombia? Oh, I think Colombia will win. Oh, because the what they had a, a what game against Spain, a Spain fifteen all the way through. Yeah, um, I believe so. I think they probably just feel a little bit more prepared. They've got some players who've, you know, had some experience around the sevens as well. So I think they have the they have the skill set and the ability to to beat Kazakhstan, who I just think haven't played enough rugby. But you can't write them off. They've been in World Cups before, so. Yeah, I was going to say Kazakhstan have a decent World Cup history, actually. Mm. Uh, doing some research for this uh, this Spain-Netherlands game. Yeah, they've got uh, been, been to most World Cups. So it's going to be tight. So it's Scotland-Columbia in the sort of playoff final then. Come on, let's have your prediction for that. Scotland. Oh. Back in Jade and the troops all the way. Jade, Conkle and the troops. 
We are hopefully speaking to the Scotland camp next week. and getting very, very jealous of the fact they're out in the desert sunning themselves. But it's massive, isn't it? It's a huge, huge, huge game for them. Load of pressure because they should win. Um, and there's just that narrative, isn't there, that, that's been in, in amongst the, the squad for the last couple of months uh, with a sad passing of Siobhan Cattigan um, and almost a sort of sense to, to, to do it for her. So, yeah, we're going to get inside the, the Scotland camp next week and, yeah, Rachel Malcolm hopefully is going to join us on the pod. But we will just finish up with a couple of shout-outs to end the show, Rachel Burford. Derby Days on Apple Podcast. I think I know who Derby Days is. Oh, who? I think it's Michelle Derby, and I used to play rugby with her at Medway Rugby Club. Ah, well, if it is Michelle, whoever it is, thanks so much. (laughs) Um, Really, really lovely uh, review you gave us. Wonderful five-star review. Uh, And we hugely, hugely appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got about 90 ratings on Apple Music. And roughly, ah, oh, look, thousands, literally thousands of people listen every week. So there's a slight disparity there. Uh, if you could just pop on, subscribe, hit the old four or five stars, whatever you want to do, five preferably, obviously. Uh, that would be, yeah, we do like the five stars. That'd be that'd be awesome. It just it massively helps because people want that return, don't they, in the commercial world. Um, so yeah if you could just do that that would be great anyway shout outs continue <laughs> yeah we've got a shout out for Newberry RFC there was a huge milestone in its club journey for its under 15s girls match last week against Abbey RFC for the first time representing an all female officiating team Laura Lewis Vicky Murdoch yep. um, Mason so it's just such a great inspiration, isn't it, to all young female referees. So really, really good work to all of you. Yeah, well, and Laura, Vicky and Meg, Meg Mason, well done, all of them. And also, similarly, another shout out to Hayley Dundaven, I think that's how you say it, and Halifax RFC, who have just been elected for the club's first female chair. So that's awesome. Congratulations to you guys. Yeah, first female chair of the rugby club. That's uh, another small step in the right direction. But to finish off our pod this week, uh, we just wanted to add to many of the messages flying around the rugby family at the moment and send our condolences to Evesham Rugby Football Club after the incredibly tragic passing of Jack Jeffrey. Our thoughts go out to Jack's family, of course, and his friends, everybody at the club. And everybody who knew Jack. That's it for this week. As we say, we'll be back next week. We're, of course, regular as taxes, aren't we? Taxes regular. Regular as clockwork. Something like that. Anyway, I'm going to just come up on my uh, similes for next week. Uh, and Beth's going to get some new lighting in and the splashback. We're all waiting to see what the splashback looks like, I can assure you. Um, thanks to you both thanks to Mandy thank you to Tom and to Bluebell thank you guys for listening all the best to Kazakhstan and to Colombia I'll catch you there